Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who cannot escape the clutches of the Martians. No, we already it's, did that uh, guy. We already did that. We already did Kill Raven. No, 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 there's no more. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's Mike. Welcome. Hello. Yeah, today we're talking about Kill Raven's Freeman. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're uh there's not much to this one we're talking about three of the main ones um but yeah we're talking about uh you know some people who were mentioned in the kill raven story i just why uh, can we not do this one we just did no, the whole kill raven thing and i don't care well guess what you could have you could not care for approximately 15 more minutes um <laughs> uh, that's 20 minutes too long <laughs> But but yeah, <clears throat> so Kill Ravens Freemen are a band of freedom fighters living on an alternate Earth who conduct guerrilla warfare against the aliens believed to be Martians who had landed on Earth in oh. 2001 and subsequently conquered it. What is this like now more nuanced journalism where the last one was like, oh, they're Martians. It was like, well, people think they're Martians, but we can't prove it. Well, that was mentioned in the first uh that that was mentioned. Oh, we already established last episode. I wasn't first. listening, Jesse. <clears throat> yeah, so you know it's already retreaded ground. Um, uh, but yeah, so in the the freeman re- generally refers to any human who escaped the Martian control. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2016, Jonathan Raven, aka Kill Raven, mm-hmm. former Martian captive. Trained as a gladiator, encountered a group of freemen living on Staten Island and quickly became their leader. Um, in time, Kill Raven's band of freemen charged or changed membership, becoming a small but highly effective unit of guerrilla fighters traveling throughout the U.S. Martians soon came to realize Kill Raven as freemen as the single greatest threat to their rule on Earth. The three most notable ones are profiled here. Born in 1994, Camilla Frost and her father, Andre, were, what they were taken by. Camilla Frost was taken with her father to the Martians, Yankee Stadium, Stadium Genetic and Clonal. i never seen that word before. Clonal Complex in 2001. Andre was coerced to serve as the Martian, to serve the Martians in performing cloning research by threats made. To harm Camilla, she began assisting her father in experiments in 2004 when she was 10. Um, eventually, she became a expert in molecular uh, biology. In 2010, she became the youngest human being uh, to be designated a keeper by the Martians. However, in 2014, she refused to conduct cloning experiments on other humans. But after a Martian overlord slew Andre in 2016... She agreed to try to clone his corpse in order to restore him to life. Her effort failed in uh, instead producing a mutated creature, Grok, 
in 2017. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know who Croc is. But to be honest, they might pop up later. I mean, I, th- I think they do actually pop up later. I mean, G comes before K, so they probably won't pop up later. Oh nope. Yeah, G comes before K. Nope. Yeah, we don't know who Croc is. Um, oh no! What a loss. I know. Uh. In 2018, Camilla helped kill Raven escape from captivity at the Yankee Stadium Genetic and Clonal Complex and joined as Freeman. In 2020, she learned that she was pregnant with the Freeman's uh, Imsula uh, child. Um, in, 2000, in, 2000, in 1997, Imsula Scott was the son of Hortin Scott. Organizers of the Fighter of for Human Dignity, the first civilian resistance music against the Martians, Msula was captured and sent to the Martians' gladiatorial fighting pens in 2005. He first met his fellow gladiator, Killraven, in 2010. After escaping from the Martians in 2015, he joined Killraven's Freeman. I'm just going to be real honest. Uh... Fighters for Human Dignity sounds like one of those like NGOs that like yeah. the the child of a former president would set up to launder money. Yeah, it sounds super alt right. No, I no, I'm not even saying alt right. I'm saying it sounds like the most like liberal thing ever for me anyway. Oh. Now 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 well, it could be alt right too. Hmm. Basically, it doesn't sound like it's a freedom fighter force. It Jesse, sounds like some, a way to launder money. This is how we heal the country. We can bring everybody together. We have a shell corporation that is both a super alt-right and sounds like a progressive child of a president charity case. This is how we heal, Jesse. Yeah. Yep, that's how it happens. You get to the center of the genesis. We yeah, just which continuously is- compromise on every one of our principles and beliefs. Yeah. You know, if someone's just like, hey, we should kill all brown people, and the other people are like, hey, we shouldn't kill any brown people, we meet in the middle, and we kill some brown people. Healing, Jesse, healing. But yeah, so Old Skull, is who was born in 1987, was enslaved by the Martians in 2001 and put to work as a laborer, hoping to helping to convert existing earth buildings into Martian bases. Eventually, he was made a gladiator and won... Uh, a championship in 2010. He first met Killraven himself, a gladiator, then himself a gladiator in Madison Square Garden Arena in 2014. It was Killraven who nicknamed him Old Skull. Together, they defeated the Gladiator War with two R's. Of course. Subsequently, Killraven and Old Skull were captured. Wait, wait, wait. did I say that? No. Eventually, Killraven and Old Skull escaped the gladiatorial. Institute and Old School later joined Kill Raven's uh, Freeman. Among other f- prominent Freemen are Hawk the Slayer and Grok, the mutated clone of Camilla Frost's father, Andre. Both Hawk and Grok. <laughs> I just I just realized they bribed. <laughs> yeah, oh, they were man. both killed in 2019, uh, which is just, you know. Uh, okay. Other members of the Freedmen were Jeanette Miller, former NS, well, not NSA, NASA uh, astronaut who joined Kill Raven's band in 2020, and they both first appeared in Kill Raven Volume One, Issue 18. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. 
Honestly, I was more interested in Hawk and Grok than I was in the whole backstory of anybody else. <clears throat> That's the Hobson yeah. Shaw um, spinoff of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except they die at the end of their movie. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. I just said it. They died. Oh, oh, no. Sorry. I thought you meant fucking Hobson Shaw. I was like, I haven't seen oh, it. No, so no was, they didn't. Okay. Well, now I know they oh, don't no. die. So thanks for that spoiler. Oh, you, you know, what, if, if we know one thing in the, in the Fast and Furious uh, movies, people die in it. They stay dead and they don't come back I a couple movies later in a dramatic reveal. I can't believe you spoiled for me <laughs> the ending of that big budget Hollywood uh, action movie that is 100% going to have sequels for more money that the main characters definitely died. Therefore, there can be no more movies and no more money. Yeah, remember remember when Michelle Rodriguez, I think, died like two times? In no, the, in she the... got amnesia. She had amnesia, Jesse. Okay. Okay. No, she clearly died at one point and then came back with amnesia. Those are the only two Fast and the Furious movies I've seen. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, there's a lot more. I intend to. Of them. Was, I, a friend was <sighs> having me watch them and we just decided to skip the boring ones at the beginning. And I jumped right into. The one before she actually isn't dead, and then the one where she actually isn't dead with Luke Evans. Evans, yeah. I would argue, I would argue that Fast Furious uh, Two Tokyo Drift has a lot of DNA of the later ones that are fun. It's supposed to be set, I think, it's in the future, right before, or it's after. Yeah, six. it's supposed to be set in the future. Yeah, after. Yeah, I think right before seven, because yeah. Han leaves in six at the end of six <clears> to go to Tokyo. And then there's like a post mid credit scene or whatever, which is uh, an event that happens in Tokyo Drift. Um, But I just want everyone to go watch Fast and Furious 6 because there's a scene where Vin Diesel and Luke Evans, these can be my plugs. I'm fine with this is my plug segment. Uh, Go watch that movie because there's a moment where Luke Evans and Vin Diesel are having a like meeting to set terms or something. And Luke Evans' body is like a crescent moon shape. His back is arched. It is unbelievable how wildly he's standing. Also, he's got battle go-karts, I think. Just go watch Fast and the Furious 6. Those are my plugs this week. Also, check out the equalizers. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm going to be real honest. Um, uh, if you want to see the, I'm going to say, one of the best movie uh, franchises out there that got better after the fifth sequel, you know? Fast mm-hmm. Five. Fast Five is where it starts getting good. I mean, that's where I started. <clears throat> yep. So, uh, so yeah, you know, watch it. I don't know. <laughs> this is a, can I get some of that money? Please. I know you already make millions. Uh, can I get some of the money? Uh, we're, we're doing a lot of, we're doing a lot of plugging for Fast and Furious movies right now. <laughs> <laughs> May Kabucha k- guide you on your travels. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> So, uh, <clears throat> well, this has been Alphabet Flight, and, uh, you know, we're family. <laughs> uh.